I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to what the hell is my brain doing? I wanted to take a moment and we're continuing to talk about perfectionism, but I want to talk about ADHD and perfectionism. ADHD has kind of become, I'm going to call it a hot topic lately. There's a lot of people that have been talking about it and I wanted to give some perspective on that. And then we'll talk about what that looks like with perfectionism as well. So ADHD has been around for a very long time. It's considered a childhood diagnosis. The hard part with that, though, is that it shows up very differently for boys and girls. So when I first went to school, and we learned about ADHD in children specifically. It was two types. There was ADHD and then ADD. And the ADD was basically without the hyperactivity. The ADHD was with hyperactivity. But that was the one that people recognized. They recognized the hyperactivity, the impulsivity, and that's what got the diagnosis. Eventually it changed and they just put it all in one which pros and cons we talk about later. But essentially that was what they did. They said attention deficit disorder or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder means that you have these criteria where you are unable to focus. You're unable to pay attention to things. You might procrastinate, but you also have this impulse control. Maybe the impulse control looks like fidgeting, getting out of your seat. But how that showed up with boys was very obvious. You could tell that a kid had ADHD because he seemed to be all over the place. He couldn't sit still, couldn't be in a seat. And so so obvious, that's what boys have ADHD. And while this is a very blanket statement, that's kind of essentially what that has looked like. Girls, on the other hand, have ADHD, but it looked more like anxiety. It looked like depression. It looked a little bit more like a constant worry. So children, like I said, are typically diagnosed with this and the diagnosis was studied with boys. So boys typically have ADHD. That meant that they got, we could say the medication, the coping skills, whatever it is, so that they could learn how to function in quote unquote normal society. Now we as women, and I'm blinking that statement, if we struggle with anything that was ADHD related, again, because it looked like anxiety, it looked like this perfectionism, this need to always succeed, to be driven. It was just, you're a high achieving woman. That's not a bad thing, right? Right. Until you find that you're in your job or in college, it, some people start in college and it was just really difficult to concentrate. It felt like it took a lot more effort. It felt like you had to work harder at things. And some people said, it's just the way I've always programmed, the way I work at things until suddenly it feels like we've get overwhelmed. Now, for many people, we have what's called more adult onset ADHD. And if I may, it was never actually adult onset. It was misdiagnosed because as children, you didn't look the way that you were supposed to didn't meet the quote unquote criteria. A lot has changed and there are better resources out there, but that is essentially what we're seeing now. That's why this has become such a topic for a lot of corporate working women because they have essentially said, I've struggled with this my whole life and now we can call it something. So this is where I want you to look at this ADHD phenomenon really is the fact that we as women are speaking out about our experiences and showing how it's different. So we're going to look at why this shows up more in perfectionism. And I am going to talk about how, yes, this shows up for a lot of people, but I am going to be more specific for women and what this looks like. And the reason I'm going to do that is because women, again, where we haven't been diagnosed historically with it, with it more focused on anxiety, you're just too hard on yourself. You know, you just need to relax, essentially. As women have moved up into the corporate world and have become more of a force in the workforce, we are seeing this more and more where women are really struggling with motivation, with productivity. And it all comes back down to some ADHD. 
So we're going to look at why those go hand in hand too. Because again, if perfectionism is this standard that I set for myself, then with ADHD, we are procrastinating this standard. And we then feel like there's this need. And I want to back up again and say, if you've always been told, you just need to relax, you're just too worried about things, or you always feel like you have something to prove, then what this ends up looking like is your brain is struggling to show people that I'm capable, I can accomplish these things. And so then we have perfectionism that comes to drive you towards it. This is where last week when I mentioned that it's kind of a benefit because it basically sets these impossible standards and this idea that I must perfect it, I must keep going is what drives you to motivate you to keep moving forward. However, eventually that will lead to this pressure to perform, which then leads to procrastination and burnout. And one of the other things that we see is then the impulse takes over where I set these impossible standards, I fail to meet them, I make rash decisions, and that leads to frustration. All because these standards that I set were this perfectionist version of this must look like this way, I have to be, et cetera, et cetera. I fail to meet it. And then rather than being very compassionate with ourselves, we look at it and say, look, a failure, I'm not good enough. I can't accomplish those things. So then I make this decision out of frustration. Be like, oh, fine, I'm just going to quit or I'm just going to give up or I'm just going to work extra hours or I'm just going to. And that is what leads to more of that procrastination and then burnout. We want to help with this. A couple of things that I think are really important. Even if you're diagnosed with ADHD now, some people find that I've been working with this and coping with this so much. Is medication really going to help? And this is, I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing any medication. There are things that I have recommended to people that I have seen work, one for me, but also for others as well. This is something that you can talk with a medical doctor about. So I just want to put that out there. But there are things that you can do without medication. And this is where I want you to really be willing to look at like, what is the ADHD for you? What does that look like? So again, ADHD focuses on attention and then executive functioning. Executive functioning is things that have to do with your brain. They are dealing with memory, attention, and thinking. So dysfunction, so when you have ADHD and then this perfectionism comes in, the executive dysfunction is when you struggle with self-control, you might struggle with short-term memory or disorganization or just being late. Those are some common things. There's a lot more, but those are kind of the big things. And with a perfectionist, being late is viewed as I'm tardy, I'm a problem, I'm not doing what I need to do. And that creates a level of anxiety that starts to come up. Disorganization is very common, but a lot of times we blow it off because it's like, well, I may be disorganized. I may have piles everywhere, but I can find it. And all my friends out there that struggle with ADHD, I can guarantee you, if I asked you to go get one thing very, very specific, you probably know what pile it's in and where it's at. And for a lot of people that feels like, well, that's counterintuitive. But when you have trained your brain to look for very specific things, your brain will find it. And ADHD brains that feel a little scattered, a little disorganized, we know exactly where things are because we have trained our brain to look for those very obvious things. The short-term memory is I walk into a room and I can't remember why I'm there. And a lot of times we see this, I am heading somewhere and I, I, I don't remember the steps, the process, and our brain just starts to get frazzled. Our brain starts to bring up the anxiety and ADHD, perfectionism, anxiety, they all start to go together. Anxiety is what manifests a lot more. That's hence why ADHD tends to not be recognized because we see anxiety first. 
interesting side note is a lot of times ADHD is not always the first diagnosis. There will be something else, whether that might be autism because you have a struggle there, or it might be anxiety. It might be depression. ADHD isn't always the first thing to look at. And so if you're noticing that you're feeling a little bit like you have some short-term memory loss, or you just feel disorganized or unproductive or unmotivated in a lot of those things, a lot of times people will give you tips for anxiety and yes, they'll help. But we also have to get to underlying cause of is this actually some ADHD, some brain functioning that we need to look at from that perspective. So going back to this idea of this perfectionism in ADHD is there's a couple of things that you want to really look at. Typically speaking, we're so hard on ourselves. Perfectionism, that's what it does. We're very hard on ourselves. So something to think about whenever you have these negative thoughts come up, can you counteract it with a positive one? And I've said this before, but I want you to really think about what if I could do it or what if it was different? Looking at that gray area. ADHD, you thrive on creativity. So being able to take these negative thoughts of I'm not good enough and I will never get there. What if you looked in and says, okay, but what if I could? What if I did? What would that look like? And I want you to notice how your energy changes when you can be creative and you can think outside the box and use some of that impulsivity for good in that way. Another thing is when you focus on the positive of others. Again, with ADHD, it's I'm lacking, I'm not enough, I'm too disorganized, I'm too... So instead, look at some of the things of people that you might admire or look up to and say, I really like this about them. Focus on that positive aspect. And then my trick too with that is I like to look back and then say, something I can implement or something I can do. And not in a, man, I should be better. Should is a dirty word that we're just going to take out of our vocabulary. It's instead, you know, I really admire that about that. How could that be something I could implement, something I could do? And I use this a lot. There are things that work for some people that don't work for others. And there's blank. You could Google what is the best way to help with ADHD and things. And there's lots of self-help books. They say, get a planner and do this. That might work for some and not for others. So if you look at somebody, you say they just seem to be organized. How can that work for me? So one of the things I talk about a lot is the idea of knowing which side of your brain is working. Again, ADHD tends to focus sometimes on the creativity, but if you're a very logical person, then that feels frustrating because it's like, I have a task, a list of things to do. Why am I getting distracted? Why do I feel like I'm going from thing to thing to thing? So something that has helped a lot of people with that same idea is putting up post-it notes of basically writing out the things that you need to do, your to-do list and putting in post-it notes on a calendar, on a board, somewhere where you can see it. Sometimes color coordinating helps, but the idea is that I can see it, visually take it off. And that helps with the memorization, the idea of also looking at things outside the box. That's something that might work for you. It might be something that you're saying, I want to implement. So don't be afraid to ask people, say, what are your process, your standards? How do you work through some of these aspects of needing to get things done and still struggling with being a perfectionist or even struggling with impulse or even struggling with just staying focused? That might be something to implement for you. One of the biggest things with all of that is that when you have ADHD and this perfectionist, it's this perfectionist that will set these expectations that are extremely high, extremely ambitious. And again, there's a difference between ambition and these high expectations. Ambition tends to be something that we're striving for. We feel like this is something we can accomplish. But a lot of times when perfectionism comes into play, it's a way to prove ourselves, prove that I'm capable. So when your ambition suddenly becomes something to prove that I'm good enough, I am on the right path, 
where ADHD can come into play there is again, that self-sacrificing, I'm just not good enough. I will never be enough. So I have something to prove. I will then work the 20 extra hours. I will figure things out in a way that sometimes is not helpful, or I will give myself so much pressure to succeed and to meet these expectations that I inevitably set myself up for failure and I crash burn. See, I knew I'd never get there. So when you have these ambitions that you say, I want to get there again, this is not a bad thing, but always go back to the why. Why am I wanting to do this? If it's like we talked about last time, is it I'm trying to prove it to somebody else? I mean, trying to prove it to myself. Like if I'm trying to prove it to myself, why? Like what is the benefit that comes from all of this? Your need to succeed has to be based upon why that's important to you without anybody else around you, without any external factors. If you truly want to reach that CEO level, as an example, and you know that that's something you can do, you can accomplish, it is absolutely within your reach. But you are sabotaging yourself by basically setting up these standards that are so unrealistic, these perfectionists, I have to do it just right. I can't ever show anybody I fail or not only do I have to prove my worth, but I just work so hard so long because it might take me longer. And I think that's one of the things that I see a lot with ADHD and perfectionism is when you compare yourself to somebody else. So Sally may do that project faster than me, but then I view myself as I'm lacking because Sally could do it faster. But then what we end up doing is we tend to work longer and harder, which then again leads to burnout. So I want you to really sit back and say, okay, it may take me longer, but are there tools? Are there tricks? Are there things that I can do that would help me? Sally may not need it, but that's okay. My brain maybe works differently. And a lot of times perfectionists, we forget to ask for help. So that's where that comes into be a problem. So if you're struggling at all with feeling like, where do I fit in? Where do I belong? Step back and say, okay, I'm fine just the way I am, right? I always tell everybody, step back. I'm fine just the way I am. And then how do I make this doable for me? What are the things that work for me? A couple other things I want to throw out there. I know we are a tech savvy workforce. Everything is done on computers. There is nothing wrong with a good old fashioned pen to paper. In fact, I highly encourage everybody with ADHD to write things out on paper. And there are ways that you could do that that work for you. But the biggest thing is have a notebook, have a piece of paper and write down all those thoughts. A lot of times we may say, well, I'll just put it on my computer, but that can feel like extra steps or it can feel like we get bombarded. Suddenly I'm on my computer, but my email's coming up or I have to multitask. So don't be afraid to say, if my brain is overwhelmed with all these things, write it down, write everything down, get it out of your brain. And that helps you to be very visual with as well. ADHD, you're visual. You might see things in words or you might see things in pictures. You might see things just a little differently. So don't be afraid to say, this is how I can visualize what's going on. The other thing to think about with this whole journey is that you are basically creating a roadmap that works for you. I have noticed I will get on maps and I will get on, there's two different maps that I tend to get on. One route might be the fastest, the most efficient. The other one takes me on this meandering route. I have no idea why I have this meandering route that comes up. These are two apps, two different companies you could say that run it, but I'm trying to get to the same destination. One route may feel like it's more direct, may feel like it's the best route. Another one may actually take me not as long because, and it may feel like I'm meandering, but it actually gets me to my destination and enjoying the process. So sometimes we want to look at our own brains the same way. What does my whole map look like? What are the things that my obstacles that might come into play? What are the things that will help me to get to my destination? 
So don't be afraid to map it out. You write down things and then map out a visual way of looking at things to help you. This may be taking pictures as well to know that this is what I want, what I envision and having that right there where you can see it. Like I mentioned, the sticky notes, visually being able to say, this is the roadmap I'm going to take. And when you can simplify that whole process, take away the need to be perfect, the need to meet somebody else's standards or those above you. And instead, step back to say, this is my journey. This is the way it will go. And it will be beautiful the way that it turns out. You can deal with ADHD in so many ways. And you can deal with this perfectionism so that it doesn't stop you. It can actually help you and it can motivate you and move you forward. I'm here to help you with that. If you find that this has been helpful for you, I ask that you leave a comment. Don't be afraid to share this with people out there to say, hey, this is something that might help you. Again, I come in and I teach teams how to work with ADHD within your own team because we all struggle with some productivity that comes from inability to focus and being able to stay on task. This is something I do with individual clients as well. We create your own roadmap of what works for you. And I encourage you to find what works for you so that you can then be the best version of you. You can take control of your brain. You can figure out how to make your brain work for you. And that will guarantee that you can then be successful in what you view as success, not what everybody else does as well. I hope this series has been helpful as we talk about perfectionism in those many ways. We're going to continue. We're going to talk about perfectionism in other areas as well. But I really want you to, if you have questions or concerns, send me a line. Say, hey, Julie, I'd really like to know about this. This is a year where I want to answer some of the questions you might be have burning about why does my brain do what it's doing and what do we do about it? Until next time, this is Julie Lamb with What the Hell is My Brain Doing? Telling you, you can do better, but you are better. If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. Subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. in you. And I hope you believe in you too. You are good enough. You can do hard things. This is how we do it. Stick with it. See you soon. Have a great day.